What's happening, guys? Welcome back. Born Offside is back. I'm back. You're missed, back. I missed two apps, yeah? You did miss two You were here, were you, last week, Steph? Of course, man. Yeah, you were Always the week. best substitute, that's what I say. And Olan's not here? No. Because he's flying to Europe tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. His, it's the fuck is it's that? It's called Olan Tekka's Math. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm happy to have you here, Steph. Yeah, of course. But, but yeah. what is that? Olan Tekka's Math is I've got stuff on tomorrow, so I won't do it today. Okay, well, he's going home for Christmas, yeah? Oh, uh, yes. He he's is. going back he to the UK is. and then he's back. Um, this is actually... Going to be our last born offside for the year because we've got Christmas on Monday mm-hmm. when we usually record. And then, and then so then New it's New Year's on Monday. So then we'll be back after that. So yeah, bit of time off. So last one for the year and Stavis here. You were here for the first one of the season? Yeah. And then you you're were. here for the last one of the year. Jeez. This is actually, quick. is this a dynamic that we've had before or no? I don't know because you weren't here for the first yeah, one of the season. Usually you're in my place or... Okay. Yeah, so there, there you, you go. go. We've got Stavis. And you're you looking a bit different, three. bro. For anyone I that's not. I was like, we need to acknowledge yeah. how much you've changed in a week. Yeah. Akamanis. Remember the old Akamanis and Western Bulldogs? <laughs> AFL? Yeah. What look, a blonde dream. You look like Chicharito when you went blonde. Chicharito Hernandez. Yeah. Have, you seen, have you seen that one, Kat? Straight to my finger. I've seen that one. Look at this. Tell me that's not Stav. It's so Stav. Have you had Chicharito? But you know what? I will go yeah. as far as saying. He's got a bit of the tan. Yeah, but his fade's not as fresh. Yeah. Fade's very nice. We've got to keep it in. Shout out to the barber. Stavis looking good. One thing you know when Stavis on the pod, you know you're going to get lots of energy, lots of questionable takes, particularly surrounding Arsenal. And I'm excited for that because Arsenal are top of the league. We'll get to that a little bit later on. Unfortunately, we had to swap fan questions for onside and offside today. No fan questions. Are we going to say why? No, just because we got bullied. That's it. We got bullied. We got bullied. Uh, We've been by, shown a couple of yellow cards. Nah, we got bullied by a few people. Um, so we couldn't post on our account. So sorry for everyone that was, wow, is there no episode this week? Because we probably couldn't. By the time this airs, I think we wouldn't have been able to post the preview. Because yeah. um, a lot of bullies out there like to bully the little guy, okay? But yeah. the little guy stays strong. Yeah, We're we still here. Strong. Rocky Balboa. Don't worry about it. Um, don't worry <laughs> about it, sweetheart. Let's talk about the A-League, shall we? Um, speaking of the little guy. Victory. Go top. <laughs> Smacking Sydney FC. No real surprise in the result. However, Sydney did dominate. Dominate possession, 20 shots. Just can't yeah. score at the moment under Yufuktala. You, you, she's not a Sydney yeah. fan anymore, so I don't talk to her. Yeah, you're, no. still, you're still bleed blue, yeah? Yeah, yeah, but Yufuktala, I didn't realise he actually played for Sydney FC. Yeah, well, back, back in, in his day. day so. You would have been about two. Yeah, oh, 2000. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, he's, he's definitely changed, I guess, a little bit about the way they're playing, but it's just not working for them. It is working for Victory, who are temporarily top by the time this airs. Yeah, and Fornaroli. Well, I wanted to ask you, mm. not even ask you, onside or offside, the first one of the day. Bruno Fornaroli is Australia's best striker right now. Onside or offside? It's hard to say. You've got to say, like, form in the A-League is probably the best Australian number nine yeah. in the A-League. I mean, top go, scorer in the league. Yeah, Kuzungi Yangi. Yangi, Lecky. No, no, Lecky's here. Who is Yangi, Yangi's in Portsmouth. But you've Duke. got Yangi, Silvera. Silvera so don't really count as a striker. Yeah, okay, fair. I'm but, talking like nines. Players that are scoring. You know, internationally mm. as well. I get, I get what you're saying on form. His form's um, better than anyone in the yeah. world at the moment. But do you discredit it a little bit because it's in the A-League? Is that what you're trying to say? Maybe a bit. But also, we had this conversation last week on the pod. And we were saying, like, Australia's kind of... I know we got the Asian Cup at the end of the year. But we mm. kind of got to build for that next World Cup. Yes. There's yeah. a lot of talent that we're going to move on. It depends if we... Yeah. If we keep up the style of play that we did at last World Cup, when you have like a Mitch Duke up there, physical in the air, mm. I feel like Yangi is that next number nine. To well, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, he's young. Yeah, Duke's already passed it. Yeah, no, he's not part. You know what I mean? Fonarolli's thirty six. I don't think. I think the, if you use the argument, the A League isn't at the level of J League two or League one. That's false. Yeah, that's false. Yeah, that a hundred percent. The A League is, in my opinion, 
if you're topping the A-League and bagging goals, that is better than scoring in J-League 2 or in League 1 in England. Yeah. It Championship, should, different story. It should mm, catapult your career in the... Is you, as much let's not, if let's not, not shit on yeah, our own. Yeah, let's exactly. not put our league yeah, that far yeah, down. Yeah. That, that's not true. That is absolutely yeah. not true, yeah. right? Uh, however, how much importance do you give to an Asian Cup? Are we going like, we need to pick our best 11 to win this thing? Or are we planning for USA 26? Mm. At the end of the day, how many strikers are we going to take? Three? Three or four. Funeral, th- he will probably make the He'll three. probably make the squad. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Whether he starts is a different question. Will he make the squad? Probably if yeah. he keeps it up. Which is like for another month. I think he should at least make the squad because it will just show it doesn't matter how old you are. Yeah. If you're bagging goals, you earn a spot in the team. And I think that's like, I think the team should always be picked on merit. You don't yeah. think he should be in the squad? No, I can. I see the value of having a Fornaroli on the squad. But I, I would just challenge even if he's performing better than Duke. Like Duke's always going to get that No, Duke spot. should be there for sure. I know, but who is slightly older as well. Mm. I really do think that the Asian Cup is an opportunity for a Yankee to step up. And Yang- get the minutes. But you can get Yangi, Duke, Fornaroli, because Lecky's out now. Yeah, but my my, my I challenge up with how many minutes are they actually going to get? Do you know what I mean? Like it's mm. more but often than not, we I do see Duke taking that starting lineup. And I just think it's the McLaren. You don't see a whole lot of change. Well, to be honest. How many times, like, years in a row, Jamie McLaren, top goal scorer, top goal scorer, top yeah. goal scorer, throws on a Socceroos jersey and he's a ghost? Yeah, yeah. so you think Bruno might be like that. But it's not even, it's not, I look at it in a sense where I look at the England team and it's like, why is Harry Maguire playing in there? Because he's mm-hmm. the person in that role. Why is Mason Mount starting over Phil Foden? Because you can't have a number 10, Jude Bellingham, than just mm-hmm. the number six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they don't suit the system, don't force yeah. it. And to so, be fair, Mitch Duke is that person for us. Exactly. He yeah. suits our system. And who's he closest to that? Yeah. Probably Yangi. Yeah, another one. big yeah. number nine. That's what I'm it's trying true. to say. It's true. And it showed in the most recent game as well. Yangi was able to have a bit of an influence up mm. top there. And I think give those guys a run. I I really love what Fornaroli is doing in the A-Leagues. And I think like... To what you said, it's amazing to see at 36 to be producing mm. goals like that. It's unreal. But the future of Australian football is very much, you know, in the hands of what happens in this Asian Cup and who we give those minutes I get to. It. And, and I think I, we need to be thinking further ahead now. Yeah. We can't be I see what you mean by reactive anymore. Yeah. No, I know you're I, I think you've got to pick your best squad for an Asian Cup. This isn't an international friendly. Yeah. This isn't uh, this is an Asian Cup tournament. Like we need to hold it at the value that it is. We've only won it once. Mm. It's a chance to win a major trophy. It's a chance to get money for the federation. Yeah. We've got to be fielding our best team and taking our best squad. And I'm not saying he should get in over any of those guys you've mm. mentioned, but Borello's injured. Yes. Lecky's injured. Mm. Is there anyone standing out and scoring the amount of goals that he's scoring? I, no. I think it would say a lot to show that a man who might not have been born in our country, might be 36 years old, but he's bagging goals, he deserves it. Like, you know, yeah. everyone's on the same level playing field. I'd like to say it. Yeah, because I feel for him as well. Because remember, he, he, he stood up for Australia. We yeah. him in that squad, I think, for Peru. And then didn't take it. And him. then, yeah. 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 Um, and no, I definitely, I see both sides. Yeah, I'd love, I'd love to see him, you know, I'm like, and I've met him personally. I actually interviewed him when he was in the Socceroos squad that time. Okay. I was at camp. And he was so proud to put on that jersey. Like, That's really beautiful to hear. Yeah. And so I think I personally would really like to see him rewarded with and that. I, Victory I, fans would hate to see it because he Genuinely, you know, like my – knowing that you've met him and that you experienced that and you saw that he was so proud to wear the jersey, yeah. those things make such a difference. He was like a kid. Like the context is so important. Yeah. Because you, you tend to not – I don't know. It's, it's we don't know what they're like. Their personalities are yeah. like, you know. When you know how much it means to them, it's it's. Well, huge. I'm sure it means a lot to everyone, but I think for him, people were maybe questioning it. Oh, you're only playing for Australia because you couldn't make Uruguay or something right. like that. But when I met him that day, he was saying he goes like, 
in my career I've been around done that but now I feel like an 18 year old again like Aww. being in this squad it's like oh my god I'm in a national team now like he was like so happy and so yeah. full of yeah See, and obviously he really loves Australia because nice. it gave his family you know it's his new home his family his kids everything so I'd love to see it it would kill victory a bit it would hurt yeah. them it would hurt them um but they're doing very well of course whoever wins this game tonight between Wellington and MacArthur will go top um the early grand final rematch delivered a 3-3 draw City and Mariners uh, Goal first, yeah, we goal love fest. that. Goals in the yeah. A-League. Um, Torres scored a Hattie. This is what I want to talk about. It's, it's not A-League news, but it's uh, Australian news. Kevin Musket. Mm. Yeah. Departed Yokohama after a very successful stint. Everyone, you know, talking about where he's going to go in Europe. Shanghai in the Chinese oh, Super League. Because you, you, your suspicion was that he kind of follows... In the footsteps of Postecoglou. Well, he would have never taken Celtic, mm. being a Rangers former player. Mm. Rangers, unfortunately, have hired well. I thought there was a period there Unfortunately. Were, well, no, it's good for <laughs> I them. Know what you mean. There was a period there where Rangers were shit. Yeah. I thought they were going to go for Musket. Yes. Um, now they're good. But to go from the J League to the Chinese Super League, is he stepping back in his career? Probably is a step down in quality. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Is, they're saying Harry Kuehl's going to take that next job? Yeah, they're talking he's been linked to it. Yeah. Yeah. For Yokohama. For Yokohama. Nice. It's, it's annoying because it because we've got Angie out there. Then we also had... Um, uh, Kisnorbo. Kisnorbo. And then where he's Who's lost. back in Australia. Now. Yeah. He's, yeah. Is, is he taking a job now? I do believe he has. I saw something. I didn't read into I didn't it. I didn't see it. But I saw he got sacked a couple weeks back when I was He was there. in the stands watching, I think, City play. But yeah. they were doing bad. Like they Because they got relegated. Oh, they got then, hammered, yeah. yeah. He, they, they he got a lot of time. Yeah. 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 In about a year, actually. Yeah. Yeah, he almost a f- was it almost a full season. Yeah, pretty much. We finished that season and then got yeah. this whole almost like you know, half of this one. At Troyes. Started at bad at Troyes. But Kevin Musket signs in China. Why would he sign in China? Money. Cash? Cash. Probably. He signed for Shanghai Port, which is the one that used to be Shanghai Shenhua. The, 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 is this Shanghai Shenhua? No, one. not Shanghai. The, the, the red one. S-I-P-G. Yeah, that's whatever. where yeah. Jackson Martin is. In. Exactly. Was that like Oscar? He's still there. Okay, there you Oscar's go. still their captain. Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar's still <laughs> okay. their captain. So they have a salary cap now in China, but Oscar signed his most recent contract just before the salary cap. Okay. So he's, so he's, so he's he on a get? packet. Yeah. He's on a packet. Well, apparently in his whole time in China, he's earned 250 million pounds. Wow. So that's why he's still there. It's China. Fair play wow. to him. 250 million pounds. And there's a few reports. An Aussie paper has written that uh, Musk is going to get $3 million a year for two years. Not bad. That's very good. Pretty competitive. Uh, however, a Scottish paper has written that he's actually three million pounds a year. He's going to oh, get yeah. so double that. I know. So, so I don't know which one's right. If it is three million pounds for context, that'd be double what Roberto De Zerbi is getting at Brighton. Jeez. To yeah, coach Shanghai. I respect it. You know, yeah. I respect those decisions in football. You because, think so? Yeah, because if you're Musket. And he didn't get that Rangers job. Where's the next step? Because mm. you probably go J League and even. Yeah, it, is there jobs there at the mm. moment? Yeah, you mm. got to question whether or not there's a job on the table it's for it. It's tough. Like you're making season. a decision because obviously you've been forced to mm. pick either one or the other, or you're taking what's available to you. Yeah, yeah. I think you just assume that with the results he got, mm. you know, and who he is, that there would be a championship job on the table. And I guess, you know, you say you respect the decisions. Being a manager is such a hard gig. Yeah. If you do one shit job, There's your reputation's, especially as an Aussie, yeah. right? Yeah. Your reputation's in the bin. So someone dangles $6 million in front of you for two years of work in China where they're defending champions. Yeah. You didn't, it was it $6 a million hard job. for two years or $6 million each year? It was, it was $3 million a year for two years. 
Okay. I just don't know whether it's dollars or pounds because I saw two different. I'm gonna. Articles. I reckon it's it's China, man. It's it's pounds. It's 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 cash. There's no it's doubt. Cash. Either way, yeah. I'm sure it's more money than he's ever earned in his yeah. in his probably in his playing career as well. And but if he gets sacked, he gets paid out. As exactly well. right. You so, know, so there's a lot you can do with six million bucks. Yeah, and you. The thing is, at the end of the day, they've got to set themselves up for the future too. That's what I mean. You can't don't hate the player. Um, but you know what? Actually, when I was over in the UK just then, I went to watch Millwall play. Yeah, Millwall Sunderland, and. You, you think Millwall as an Aussie, you think Tim Cahill. Mm. And they played some videos of Timmy and stuff. Uh, went inside to the concourse and they got all these picture frames up and there's so many frames of Kevin Musket. Oh. And the only time Millwall's been in the UEFA Cup, Millwall in the UEFA Cup, which is now the Europa League, yeah. Yeah. captain leading them out, Kevin Musket. Damn. They hold him on. If anything, there were more pictures. They hold him on such a high regard. We don't, give him, we don't talk about him enough. And I was thinking, well, <laughs> there, he should coach them. Yeah. They're doing shit. Yeah. They're doing terrible. Sack the coach, get Kevin Musket. How was that experience at Millwall? Because um, that day, right, didn't you go from... I went from Millwall and then the next day I went to watch City. Yeah, thank you. Finish the sentence yeah, yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, didn't know where I was going with yeah. that. But I knew you'd seen two very different types of... Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, the football is very different. Yeah. <laughs> football is different. In some ways, championships pretty fun to watch. Yeah, you know, you it's notice got that like spice. The players tackle harder. Mm. Like some of the tackles I saw at Millwall Sunderland, proper tackles because there's no VAR. Yeah. So like you could see that there's a bit more like even when the, the goalkeeper's taking a goal kick and the centre back and the striker they're grabbing and pulling each other. You don't get that. You anymore. don't get it in the prep. You don't get it anymore. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's actually nuts. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and even you're saying well, I just it was on my mind. Musket yeah. kind of embodies that club as well. 100%. Yeah, I'm trying to say like he embodies. I still remember there's a Sheffield United documentary out there with Neil Warnock. Yeah. And they lit the two teams get into a fight. And I think I don't know if the game gets called off or the keeper gets red card, they throw some random guy in goals. And it all started because of Kevin Musket and Neil Just Warnock's like animal. slagging him off. Yeah. But there's me he embodies Millwall that, yeah. that like grubby type yeah. of play yeah. style. He'd so. be perfect there. I thought Millwall was gonna be rougher than it was, to be fair. Really? Yeah. Like I expected mm. Green Street Hooligans. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but of course, those days are over. It, it wasn't that rough. It really wasn't yeah. that rough. Um, it was actually a great experience. But um, while we're on that, what was your favorite experience? Because you went to quite a few games. Yeah, my favourite was probably the football in Italy mm. over over mm. English football. Um, you always have a soft spot for the Italian football. You know what it is, Stav? I'm not going to sit here and tell you that the Italian Serie A is better football than the Premier League. That's not true. Yeah, I'm not going to sit here and say that. I don't think that's true. However, go watch a live game in Italy. Go watch a live game in the Premier League and I guarantee you, you have a better time in You'll Italy. You'll be more immersed. I can see it. You have a better time in Italy. And that's the thing I, I say and this is where people get very butthurt if you mention anything about the Premier League. No, no, no. I think the Premier League is the best league in the world. Mm. But I think it's manufactured for television. Mm. Whereas when you go to some other European leagues, you'll see uh, food, drinks, music outside the stadium. The ultras get in the stadium an hour before. Flares, mm. flags, yeah. chants where the whole stadium gets up and bounces. Then afterwards, party on the street outside the stadium. Like these are things that I didn't see in the Premier League. Yeah, mm. that's football culture. And if you think about it, outside of England, sorry, in Europe, yeah. England's probably the one country. One of the worst. There isn't ultras. No. Germany, you say you say Borussia Dortmund. What Amazing. They do. Yeah. Spain, they even got like yeah. their. Yeah, like, yeah kind of scary. And I spoke England's to some, I spoke like, to some fans uh, at Tottenham because Tottenham's got this beautiful new stadium, and I went to yeah. Luton and Tottenham, so I compared the you know <laughs> the extremes, right? But I was chatting to some of the Tottenham fans, and they were saying like, you know, a lot of this still stems from the late '80s, early '90s. There's a lot of rules on them attending a game. Yeah, mm. the way in the, the way you can dress, yeah. like you know, covering your face and things like that. Obviously, um, drinking you can't take. Yeah, you can't take your drinks to your seat. Um, you can't stand up. You can't have big flags. You can't have pyro. You know, flares or anything. You can't. Have, so there's a lot of rules on them still from that, and they think it's actually going to relax in the next couple of years. Okay, mm. they reckon some rules will get taken away. Yeah, 
I don't think so. Because no. I think it's all about the TV viewing experience, you know, family yeah. friendly and it looks safe. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately it just doesn't have the life that European right. football Do you know what? Like. I will – I do agree with you, but yeah. the Anfield experience that I had was unbelievable mm. in, in terms of outside of the stadium. Mm. And I think be, maybe because it's not right in the middle of, you know, London, for example mm. – mm. There's you got that element of suburbia around it. Like the Emirates, for yeah. example, you have it's it's suburbia. Yeah. You have that kind of Islington suburb around and it's it's quieter. So like mm. the neighbors, you know, are out in the street and whatever. But at Anfield, you've got that local feeling in addition to it obviously being Liverpool playing. Mm. And Do I you think Anfield's the best that's the best, best stadium in the world? experience that I've had. Do you think Anfield's the best stadium in the world? Best no, I don't. In the world? But I, I, I can only speak for where I've been. So it's the best out of what you've seen? Yes, Because I want to talk about that. Yeah. Because Liverpool played United this yeah. weekend. And Gary Neville came out and said it was one of the worst atmospheres he'd seen at Anfield. Was it at Anfield? And I saw yeah. a video from a Man United fan in the stadium and like he's like, was it oh, dead? they got the speakers out for the You'll Never Walk Alone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. See, that's sad. Yeah, well, I went in 2019. Uh, no, I want yeah, no, to talk about yeah. that because Liverpool's amazing. Amazing yeah. club, amazing culture, amazing stadium. And yeah. it was their record attendance yeah. in this okay. game because they've expanded it a bit. It was yeah. their, their new record yeah, their attendance new... at Anfield, right? Mm. Most people at a Premier League match. Um, nil-nil draw. We'll talk about the game in a second. Do you think Anfield as an atmosphere gets ridden a bit too much by people? I think people hate on it. I think it's tall poppy syndrome. Mm. Any the, Okay, one of the two best managers in Premier League history, Arsene Wenger, says Anfield, hardest place you've got to okay, go. Okay, so you agree so with So Alex you Ferguson says yeah. the exact same thing. All the Man United players of old, Patrice Evron, all that, always say going to Anfield is the toughest. Say, okay, right. Maybe it's lost its touch now, mm. but it definitely – Deserved mm. its reputation when it did. I did hear that. Yeah, even yeah. European people used to say, you know, traveling in the Champions League to Anfield, like Anfield nights were hard to go. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, look, and and I do know where you're coming from. Like, yeah. I do think there's an element of like people, like stories get embellished, yeah. but genuinely, there there's a feeling when you walk in that stadium, yeah. and there were no speakers, as far as I know, yeah. doing the "You Never Walk Alone" stuff. Like, I was surrounded by local people yeah. who, you That's know, cool. had thick Scouse accents. Mm. Mm. We went to a pie shop before the game that only makes, you know, like oh, bro, don't compare the food, but that's something you can't compare. <laughs> but no, they have like all the food at a stadium in England compared to Italy. Fuck, it doesn't even come food close. Food in England, shit sucks. Yeah, well, the it's pies at this, like, it's it's called home bake or something like that. It's the tradition and I loved it and it was yeah. the best experience. Oh, when in England you got to eat some trash food. Like yeah, English, exactly. but don't, you know. It was, look, it was really cool and I agree with you, Stav. I think <laughs> there's definitely something about it. Maybe the magic is somewhat lost with all the other regulations mm. that have come through. Like mm. there's definitely a change in the game. Well, you know, also in the Premier League you get a massive tourist environment. Yeah. You know, like, like you know what weeds me out about England? The away fans are always amazing. Yeah. Because mm. they're hardcore fans. Yes. Mm. So Sunderland away at Millwall, that's a seven hour trip. Right. right. They were they packed the whole stand top and bottom and they were brilliant. Yeah. Tottenham, this is what this is what put it into context for me. Yeah. Tottenham at City, their fans were brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Then I saw Tottenham at home. And the West Ham fans were louder. Yeah. And I was like, wow. okay, West Ham won the match. But even when Tottenham were winning 1-0, like I feel like the home fans, you know, the Premier League, it's a bit of a sellout league at home. Mm. I experienced that. I went to watch Chelsea-Liverpool a couple seasons back. The Chelsea fans, mm. Mm. But then you watch Chelsea away, the fans are amazing. Like yeah. I just feel like the away fans are the hardcore fans. Well, and at home you get yeah, all the hospitality, actually, all the tourist tickets. I've, I've always said I'd honestly prefer my first Arsenal game to be an away day than yes. today because mm. I prefer just like chaining all the chants and stuff yeah. like that. You don't get at the Emirates, the chance I remember was just, oh, soon, oh, yeah. soon. that's all it was. And 
I was at where my seat was is actually above the Southampton fans. And then like when they scored, it was like crazy. Like, they're throwing stuff Sick, out of eh? Like it's nuts. And like you said, you're, it's a 10% of that stadium yeah. and they're, you're complete hardcore fans yeah. all packed in. Yeah. Yeah. The That's why they're going to be loud. I yeah. understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and um, I saw your boys at Luton. Yeah, like and that Arsenal. would have been well. such a yeah. good game. And there's probably game. only about two thousand. They, they, they stand broke at the end of the game. Yeah, they broke yeah, down this yeah, one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were great though. Like yeah. the, like, to be fair, Luton fans were great too, but Arsenal fans were. But brilliant. like Luton, once again, you know, they're still fresh out of Championship. Yeah. They've got a different mm. feeling about oh, them. So good, man. And they don't have tourist fans because it's yeah. no, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But it's to take it back, sorry, to the Anfield point, mm. yeah. I'd rather take the opinion off of Sir Alex Ferguson and Arsene Wenger, yeah, or some random Man United salty fan geezer on TikTok saying about that. Well. Because everyone just says it's all Man United fans and all that. 100%. I'm going to take the professionals. Well, well let's look. talk about Man United. Let's yeah. talk about Man United. 0-0 <laughs> draw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. At Anfield. Frustrating result for Liverpool. Yes. Right. In, what in, was in, it? Like 30-something attempts? Yeah. I think it was 34. I want to say it was 34. Was it 34 shots? I think it was 34, 8 on target. That's right. It's the most <laughs> shots Liverpool have had in the Premier League without scoring. Mm. Right. And frustrating day for Liverpool. Mm. Um, and then there was a bit of war of words. Van Dijk yeah. after the yeah. game said there was only one team in it. Um, they made no attempt. We were superior in every way. Mm. Roy Keane on the coverage says, you need to check yourself. You guys have won one trophy in 30 years. <laughs> Is this a, just a brilliant tactical performance from Man United or does this kind of show how far they've fallen that they're kind of happy with their nil-nil draw where they got pelted for shots? Mm. Okay, uh, they have fallen off like that, but you've got to look at it in a current state. Why? Am, because I, even online I'm seeing Liverpool fans go, oh, but you guys weren't even attacking us. We mm. was like... Yeah, it's Liverpool way, Anfield, Manchester United's front threes, Alejandro Garnacho, mm. Anthony, and Rasmus Hoyland yeah, yeah. up against a backline with Virgil van Dijk. Yeah. Do you want him to just go all out attack on that? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a naive thing to do. Yeah. I yeah. respect Manchester United to sit back, take a result away. So if you're Anfield, a United fan, are you happy? Are you happy that your team went there? And, you, take, and you take the point in the current state that you're in, but in the overall picture, you look at it as a Man United club, we shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. But Liverpool can't be salty. At the end of the day, you had 34 shots and scored, couldn't score one. Sorry, that's on you guys. Okay. Yeah, like, I'd agree with that. Don't blame the other team just for setting up defensively. Not just Man United, but other teams like Aludem will come to Anfield and set up in a defensive way as well. Yeah. That's your fault for, for not you, being able to break them down. I get that. I get that. But it's just like, do you... You expect that from Luton. Yeah. You know, is it a problem when it's Man United? Look at Man United's 11. It actually fucking sucks. So, so Anthony Garnacho, Hoyland, McTominay's in that midfield. Diego Delot's playing on the left. Onana's been terrible this season. He's played well this you game. You know what's interesting, right? You look at Man United's week. This is the week that followed winning manager of the month, player of the month, and goal of the month, right? Yeah. The week that's followed has been a 3-0 loss at home to Bournemouth. Mm. A 1-0 loss at home to Bayern, which I felt like United fans were kind of okay with because mm. it was only 1-0 to mm. Bayern. They bottomed out of their group. And they came last. Mm. And then they went and were happy with a 0-0 draw at Liverpool. That feels like United are becoming a B-grade European side. You know, like you, you, you pat yourself on the to, back to for only conceding point, one. In to this current state, yeah. I would say, yes, when you reflect on their history, the shoes that they have to fill, they are very unsuccessful yeah. right now. Uh, you look at me, I... Hate Man United. I, I'm probably <laughs> uh, probably the biggest Manchester United hater out there. Okay. And one thing I say about Man United is that last season, I think papered over the cracks with like they slipped into the top four in a pretty shit Premier League year of competition. Mm. They won Carabao Cup and it papered over. Oh, he's good. Ten Hag has spent 80 million on Anthony. He's brought in Onana from his old club, Anthony from his old club, Lissandra from his old club, Casemiro. He's brought in all these players and still can't get a system and results keep yeah, ticking. No. That's on him. But what I the will say, of the month, Steph. 
Yeah, because that was a sympathy award. As I said it last <laughs> week. Harry Maguire was not the best player in England for that last month. It was a sympathy award. Garnacho's the top goal. That's a goal of the month. And then Eric Tenard's getting one new wins, whatever. Yeah. Give him the sympathy yeah. Dior, like I said. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say about Manchester United is that they remind me of Arsenal a few years ago when we yeah. sucked. Yeah. I just remember when we went to Wembley semi-final against Pep Guardiola's Man City yeah. with Mustafi, Rob Holding and Kieran Tini as our three centre-backs. Yeah. And we played counter-attacking football and because... That's the way you got to do to get a result against a big team. Yeah. Mm. Give Man United two more years. They're still playing like this. Sorry, that's on them. But in the current 11 they have right now with all the injuries mm. and the current state of their club, play like that at Anfield. That's okay. the way I look at it. Yeah, fair yeah. play. Fair play. I think that's a great point. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, United, I'd love to hear from some of their fans or what they think. Uh, talking about Anfield, though, we're going to head there this week. Carabao Cup action. Yes. At Anfield. We've got some Carabao Cup midweek action, which, of course, you can catch on B in Sports. Thanks to those guys. Um, I want to go through them a little bit, get your predictions for the game. So before we get to Anfield, not far away, Everton are going to be hosting Fulham. Kat, who wins? Well, this is a Fulham for me. Yeah. Yeah. Problems just mounting too much Yeah, Everton. Everton. Look, they've avoided relegation mm. in the Premier League. Mm. Um, but I think they've just got bigger fish to fry right now. I'd yeah. give it to Fulham. Get rid of the cup. I think, yeah. I, I don't know, I have a feeling Everton's going to yeah. do something. Yeah. Oh, like, you know what? The, you like every them. time I've watched Everton this year, they've yeah. actually yeah. been good. I mean, they bossed Chelsea not long yeah. ago. But so. Fulham has scoring so many goals. It's like that's four or five goals that's on average. what's yeah. making me think. Yeah. They're, they're goal-scoring machine right I now. I've got a spot for Everton. It's going to be a really nice game. Okay. That one's on Wednesday. Port Vale take on Middlesbrough. Stav, who wins? Team Riley McGreen, Sylvester. Let's yes. go Middlesbrough. Yeah. Let's go Middlesbrough. Sammy Silvera? Sammy Silvera scored scored on the weekend as well. Credit to him. Um, Tom Glover there as well. Three Aussies there. Hopefully they get the job done. You can catch the Aussies there. Chelsea, Newcastle, Cat. Stafford Bridge. Newcastle. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're flying at the moment, the Magpies. Doing very well. They just missed out on uh, going through to in the Champions League as well. Well, fuck you then. Yeah. <laughs> no, probably. Sorry, I just don't rate Chelsea at the I just, moment. I, and I think um, Newcastle, now that they're out of Champions true. League, like they're going to focus all I their think, attention on Carabao. I think this is such a this is a crazy game. This is a very good game to watch yeah. because I think this is two managers that are really desperate for something mm. and the Carabao Cup will mean the world to these two. Both of them. And will probably do enough to keep them both in a job a bit yeah. longer. So yeah. I think Chelsea-Newcastle is the game to watch. But I want to ask you, not Kat, because I know that at Stanford Bridge? That's at Stanford Bridge. I want to ask you on Liverpool-West Ham at Anfield, though, because I don't want to ask Kat for that one. Well, West Ham knocked out Arsenal in the Carabao Cup. West Ham have shown they can get results. A couple mm. big results in a row for West Ham. And you Ham. know what? Every, like I know Liverpool where they are in the league this year, but every time I've watched Liverpool, I still haven't even been convinced by them. Mm. Give me West Ham. Yeah, West Ham. <laughs> West Ham. Enough said it out. Give me West Ham. We'd absolutely love to see it, guys. Make sure you're tuning in to Bean Sports for all that action coming up in the Carabao Cup midweek. Plenty of football. These guys don't get plenty, a rest. Plenty, plenty. Champions League as well was last week. I want to talk to you guys about the new competition. Oh, the Coming in 2025, the Club mm. World Cup. Cap. It's been officially announced. Yeah. Club World Cup, 32 teams Gosh. in the United States. No Liverpool, no United. The only way Arsenal can make it is if they win the Champions League this year. That'd be big. I won't be watching. That's happening, but... <laughs> I mean, you've won plenty, haven't you? Um, but it is one month. It's going to be a one-month tournament, so more football for these players. That's getting criticised. They mm. reckon they've done it within player welfare whatever. City, Real, Chelsea, Bayern, PSG, Inter, Benfica and Porto have qualified. 
Love that. Why was that? Because of the UEFA ranking? There's a UEFA point system they're yeah, using. Yeah. It's like if you get out of your group, you get like five points. Yeah. So every season and, and it calculates over like four seasons. haven't been in the Champions League for ages. Exactly. That's why we nearly got pot three But the Portuguese teams. sides, they always get out of their groups. Yeah. Like they, they're, they're strong. Yeah, Porto you know? are out this year. Yeah. They're out again. Yeah, they're always, they always have a good representation in those Yeah, cups. so great to see them. And of course, Auckland City is going to be there. Because they make every Club World Cup. Champions yeah. of Oceania. <laughs> Let's go. Can you believe that? Auckland City going to be playing... City, Brow, Bayern. I'm just really surprised by that result. It's great to see. It's so good to see. But this is a, a billion pounds they reckon it's going to be worth uh, for all these clubs kind of combined getting split between them. So that's money missed out for Man United, Liverpool and potentially Arsenal. Um, I want to get your opinion. Onside or offside, is this good for world football? Does it turn the Champions League into just a qualifying tournament? I don't think the Champions League will ever lose its esteem. You don't think this will become the pinnacle? No. Like, no, yeah, I, I you think won the Champions no. League, but in a couple of years' time, you've got to go No, I think we have, to, we have to live through this Club World Cup to know what it feels like and, and what kind of teams up, end up playing. You know, if this, is a, if this is an opportunity to give your B-grade team a run in a Club mm. World Cup environment, no I don't know. Way. Or is it like... No way. It this is going to be the shit, bro. Yeah. I, I think know. this is FIFA saying, hey, UEFA, my dick's bigger than yours. Yeah. I reckon that's so. what it is because it's like the UEFA's done this whole shit now where the Champions League is going into one big league, well, right? FIFA just come in at the same year and go, we've got now the ultimate World Cup of clubs and Champions League is just the way you qualify for this. It literally turns the Champions League into a qualifier. Yeah. How do you feel about that The only stuff? thing is I, I like the idea of a club World Cup. Yeah. And I like, the only thing with the Club World Cup is that you are going to get your Auckland Cities. Do you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, the worst team you're going to get in the Champions League is a Copenhagen or like Olympiacos. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? We're like the Auckland Cities, it's going to be like two clear, two favourites, probably get through the group. And then you're kind of fighting out. Once like, I'm not even saying it in an arrogance way, but like no, no Arsenal, no United, no Liverpool there, but you've got some of these shitter clubs there. Like the competition's still going to be harder in What Europe. are you saying Porto shitter than Arsenal? Yeah, 100%. I don't know about that, bro. Okay, give us Porto because Champions League draws tonight. I tonight, think, yeah. so it'll already be out by the time this Give me Porto. Drops. Please give me Porto, man. <laughs> you don't want to go to the Dragal, bro. Oh, come on, man. Please. Yeah. <laughs> They're one of the word. Them and Copenhagen are like the shitter ones. Uh, you want, give me PSG, William Slaver, give me Kieran McFrappe and put him at the back there as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to actually ask you who you were hoping for. So if you could pick any team, uh, you Copenhagen. Yeah, be Copenhagen, Copenhagen, obviously. You want. But I, like, people go, oh, bro, we better not get PSG. Arsenal would beat PSG. Do you know what I want? I want PSG round 16. Like, if we get them, beat them, humble them. Quarterfinals, give me Barca. They are so overrated. Give me Barca, knock them out. Semi-finals. Um, that, that's touch and go. We get a Bayern Munich, a Man City, even into Milan. Look at this guy planning decent. a fucking final four already. I'm as an telling Arsenal you now, what are Arsenal you will be better. I'm telling you, Arsenal will be better in the Champions League than the Prem this year. 100%. Like I've said it before, look at all Arsenal's recent games. Arsenal making the semi-finals? Okay. It depends who with that quarterfinal opponent is. That, okay, that's yeah, the because yeah. mm. you can still hit a Bayern or a City in the quarterfinals. A mid team like a, a Barca or a Napoli or an Inter back Arsenal. Arsenal clutch man. You saw a clutch goal IRL a week before that. Have it scores 90th minute. Martinelli scores 85th minute against Man City. The amount of clutch goals we've had is crazy. And look at like I said, Real Madrid two years ago they were not better than PSG in the round 16. Yeah, you can't they were not better. They were not better Real than Madrid Chelsea. Won 14. You yeah, know, I know. They compare them to. They've Arsenal. won like the most Champions League. In, 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 in the Champions League. I reckon Arsenal beat Real Madrid if we if we verse them. To be honest. People, there's you. so many people yeah, that are just... They're going to come on my throat, but... Yeah. I, Declan yeah. Rice is pocketing... Be oh, Declan Bellingham. Rice is so good. <laughs> so, I saw a meme this morning and it was like... That's it was love. like me to Declan Rice. And then I, it's like, bro, you've changed my life. And Declan Rice is like, 
bro, I'm just ducking rice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'm just doing my job, bro. He's your favorite player in that team at the moment? Oh, favorite. Oh, my favorite always at Arsenal will be Martinelli because he's just different. Like, he just changes the game. Mm. Even though he's been pretty poor lately recently. But just like watching a player like Declan Rice, he covers all three of those midfield positions. It feels like he eats everything so composed and a workhorse. Love the guy. Well, there you we go. don't I mean, need to be you, here. You and I can't talk about Champions League, really. No, and you know. we don't need to be here. No, we don't need to be Stav here. Stav just needs a couple of questions. Just talk, and he just, just talk, goes on one. Just talk Arsenal. Okay, Stav, quick one before yeah. we move on in the Champions League. Arsenal and Manchester City were the only two that actually progressed. Yeah. Spain, you just said, you know, Arsenal would beat Real Madrid. Yeah. For the four Spanish teams all top their group. Yeah. Real Madrid, Barca, Atletico, you expect. Real Sociedad top their group as well. Mm. Does that say something about La Liga versus Premier League? It does make a statement. It's interesting because let's be real, six years ago, La Liga was the pinnacle. Your Real Madrid and Barca was yeah, the Yeah, but trip. they were. They were. But they no one was Yeah, but Atletico Madrid were also pretty high. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but in, in like 13 years, it was between Real Madrid and Barca winning La Liga. Yeah. And then Atletico won like one or two. Yeah. Valencia was up there for but a Sevilla period of was winning Europa Leagues out of their ass. Yeah, but in terms of La Liga itself, it was dominated by those two. Yeah. yeah. But what I will say about that is also you got to take into consideration Liverpool are a better team than either Newcastle. Well, Newcastle, but and Newcastle realistically were unlucky to get out of that group. They it's draw, a tough group. They called a group of, uh, group they of were, death. They got robbed yeah, with a couple was, decisions. Exactly, it was That's so dependent on the result of United though. PSG. Yeah, United is shit. Lower than, than Copenhagen and Galatasaray. I agree. I agree. And teams like Chelsea are shit as well. Maybe right now, uh, the top four as an average, maybe not. But I still think Man City was so dominant. Arsenal is still so dominant right now for their team that they got. <laughs> we are like on average of the four, I would take those two over Real and Barca. City, maybe Real over City. City, maybe. City, maybe. I, I, I'm an in Arsenal, the Champions Arsenal League, bro. Last year. In the Champions League. You can't talk to no, me about Arsenal in the Champions, Champions League. League. Or, okay, last year everyone got Man City in the Champions League. The bottle job, this bottle job, that. They get the job done. Don't look in the past. Don't look like never invest in something in the past that's got no future. Look ahead. There you go. <laughs> look you ahead. Been, you've been reading, uh, you know. You've yeah, been give reading me in at half time, Mikel. I'll give him the investor. What's the investor book everyone reads? You know the investor book everyone yeah, reads. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, oh, I remember. Shabba, you know what? Producer Shabs. No, 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 I, no, I, you know, I know, I know, I know. Fuck. Anyway, the, you've been reading that. It's yeah. good, mate. It's good. Diversify your income. Um, you talking? You're going to beat Real Madrid. Well, Bellingham scores again. Real Madrid win again. Tapping Bellingham. <laughs> tapping Gilliam. He's tapping merchant, dude. He's like jingle he's player. I love those nicknames lately. I've just like been eating them up. It's funny because I feel like what's happened with Jude is like he's so good that like when he started to do this at Real, everyone was like, bro, he's so good. Now it's kept going a little bit too long. The people are starting to hate him a bit. Yeah. 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 Syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck this guy. Isn't that yeah. sad, man? He's so good. He's so good. He's quality. Yeah. It's like people are waiting for him to make a mistake, yeah. you know, and, and do something. Um, and I think I'm not necessarily one of those, but fuck it me in a Girona jersey this season because I would love to see Girona win this league. Yeah. Like I just that would be so sick. Ever. It would be they, nuts. And they are, they, I mean, they'll play by the time this goes to air. They're playing tomorrow morning. Um, if they win, they go back to the top, which is crazy. In Italy, Bologna go into the top four. Mm. When's yeah. the last time oh, they're up there? Fucking who knows? Shouldn't have even been in Serie A. That's a whole other story. They beat my town to get into the Serie A about like no eight way. years ago and it was a fucking robbery. But anyway, they're there now. Tiago Motta coaches. You know Tiago Motta? Yeah, yeah PSG Serie yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. He's coaching them. He's doing a great job. They beat Mourinho this morning and they go into the top four. And in Germany, Kane has 20 goals already. 
It's all that. Fastest yeah, player to get there. Fastest player to bag 20 goals in the Bundesliga. He's gonna, he, he's on track to beat Lewandowski's 41-goal season, whatever it was. That's so crazy. Um, But they might not win the league. They're falling behind Bayer Leverkusen. Bayer another, Leverkusen? Another Spanish maestro coach, Xabi Alonso. Yeah. Would that just be the most Harry Kane thing ever? Oh, yeah. man. He missing Spurs. out on a trophy. He already missed the Super yeah. Cup. They lost that. Man's <laughs> allergic to trophies. They're out of the DFB Pokal. And imagine he fucks the, doesn't win the Bundesliga. That's all this funny thing. It was a Tottenham fan talking about. I was like, whatever Kane does, it's a lose lose because if he doesn't, if he doesn't win it, they go, oh, right, Tottenham player, chase yeah, another thing. Yeah. And if he does win, it, he goes, oh, Kane left Tottenham and Tottenham don't win trophies. That's just things. So it's, yeah. a, it's a lose lose. It's if you're a, a lose fan. lose. Yeah. But going back to Harry Kane, I said it for time. He, he was better than Lewandowski when they were saying, oh, Lewandowski was doing this stuff. Mm. Harry Kane realistically strikers through our generation. Who's better, Luis Suarez? Maybe that. That's that, and I think that's it. Well, because he did it at Tottenham, and you know, no disrespect to the Bundesliga, it's actually it's just like being the striker. Being the striker at Bayern is like being the striker at City. Yeah, mm. and you could you can almost question how good Haaland is in a conversation with Harry Kane. Yeah. Is Harry Kane a better striker than Erling Haaland? He offers more, probably. He right, offers more. Left foot, right foot, can shoot from distance, can play make. I said my my mm. call on this on this couch is that I think Harry Kane will win a Ballon d'Or. Yeah, Bef you did say this before, a while you know, ago. Because everyone's talking, oh, the next one's going to go to either Mbappe, Bellingham, or who's the other one they say? Haaland. Haaland. Mbappe, Bellingham, or Haaland. I think people are riding Kane off yeah. because if Bayern do something in the Champions League, they still can. Yeah. Mm. They're still Bayern for God's sake. Yeah. Then, then he'll get it. Yeah, but then Euros on the table as well. Euros. England Everyone says if England, favorite. if England win the Euros, it's going to be Bellingham. No, I think if England win the Euros, it's going to be Kane. That's true. Depen it depends the Champions League. I think that's yeah. the difference because what I'll say about Bellingham is that he's a midfielder. And, and he puts up 20 to 30 goals compared to Kane putting up 60. That might be valued more because it's a <sighs> midfielder. I think that could be the thing. Yeah. But And La Liga's probably rested a bit higher than the mm. Bundesliga itself. Mm. But again, it comes down, I think, just the team trophies. That's going to yeah. push yeah, over each other with the line. Yeah. But then you don't know what can happen. Like like I said, PSG is shit now, but then Mbappe just turns it on for him, takes yeah. him to a semi-final, even close to a final. Wins it with France at the Euro. Like, and it, the door is open with the Ballon d'Or conversation. Which is now. great, finally. Which, finally, yeah. finally. Yeah, which is good. Um, you talk about these great leagues, Kat. Mm. Bundesliga, La Liga, mm. Serie A, Premier League. You know what the A-League has on all of them? It's in Australia. Yeah, that F too. F3 derby. Long distance derby. Great. Well, what, yeah, all the distance derbies are a threat now with Auckland coming in. Wellington aren't going to give a fuck about Perth. Um, no, the A-League could potentially have Leonardo DiCaprio as a fan. Why is that? Because it's, I know, can I make the joke? What? Because it's under 25 years old. Yes. Because <sighs> it's under 25 years old. <laughs> right? He loves his youngest. 18? The A-League's 18. Legal. Legal. <laughs> Legal, okay? We're not crossing any lines. Uh, Mesut Ozil had a swipe at Leo DiCaprio on Twitter. Yeah, I saw this. DiCaprio was uh, on the red carpet somewhere. Someone tried to talk to him about football, soccer, and, he, and, and talk about Arsenal. I don't know why someone was talking about Arsenal. And he responded, what's an Arsenal? Uh, Mesut Ozil retweeted that and said, well, Arsenal's older than 25 years, so why would he know? <laughs> Pretty fucking funny. Yeah, for me, um, but there you go. That got me thinking. Or well, maybe maybe Leo would be an A-League fan, you know, young, fit, 18. I see it. You know, some daddy issues with the NSL. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Strong daddy that. issues. Strong daddy that. issues. Well, Mazzarella has been on smoke lately as well. We tweeted something about Tottenham. Oh, really? It came out someone like Tottenham. Yeah. Oh, Tottenham are the only team to like lose four straight after going up 1-0. Um, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, typical bottle jobs. And they're like, I I'm saw like, that. I'm like, it's not forget about like about a few months ago in Arsenal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
<laughs> Let's not forget about that. Well, but um, he's quite vocal. He's I, I like Messi because he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I yeah. story recently how <laughs> he was in a club with Justin Bieber and then uh, Roman Kemp. You heard of him? No. He's like a presenter in London. Okay. Um, and then he like used to do stuff with Adidas and then Urs was obviously Adidas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he was at a club and he knew Justin Bieber somehow. So he was like the middleman. And then Mesut goes up to Roman Kemp and goes, "Hey, um, can you introduce me to Justin Bieber?" And then so he goes, yes, takes me over Justin Bieber. He goes, oh, yes, one of uh, Arsenal's best football players. Love him anyway. Then apparently Justin Bieber turns around and goes, yeah, man, apparently you're like one of the best soccer stars in the world, he tells me. And then Urza's like, he goes, I know, I am. <laughs> so he said something like that. It was funny. But Urza actually does have a bit of personality like that. He like does I've have a bit. hearing like recently. He does um, have a bit. He had his moments, Urza. He did. He I don't did. know. He had his moments. I, like I, I said, loved I, him back in the day. I still I really think Real Madrid Urza was the best Urza we saw. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah, he was. Because even club. Ronaldo said when he lost him, it was just like Mourinho Özil. Yeah, at Madrid. Mm. It's actually quiet. nuts when you think about that. One of the greatest playmakers and creative players of all right. time was under Mourinho at their peak. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. I don't. Th I don't look. I'm not judging his looks, but I remember hearing rumors that they got rid of Özil because he was ugly. No, no. It didn't. that's they, what I heard. They got bail, bro. That's I don't know. Why. I, I heard. I heard that him and Di Maria got got the shaft because they weren't they weren't good looking. No, enough I don't to believe that. Ed Van Özil, man, under. Do you know what I mean? Like to play for Madrid, that. you got to look a certain way. Yeah. Any I'm sure that there's someone out there that thought it was always hot. I'm nine with a gut and he's buck teeth. I, I think I'd argue. Yeah, but I'm nine. I'm nine. Chubby little Roberto Carlos stuff here. Yeah, oh, yeah. Smart. You don't like Roberto yeah, Carlos. You yeah, hate him, mate. Yeah, stuff him. Yeah, because he's. So I'm in a video with Tom is my name the other day. I'm like, Tommy, are you snaking? You're better man. than that. I, I thought you were. You know what I mean? You'd reject a video of Roberto Carlos for me. Stabbing Roberto Carlos have serious beef, guys, for anyone that doesn't know that. He talks about it as well. You want to talk about. Footballer haircuts and yeah. stabber. Well, I thought, you know, in honour of Stab's Slim new look, let's react to some of the best looks that we've seen Go on. in football. What do you got for us? All right, let me pull it up. Who's, who's <laughs> When you think of football haircuts, who do you think of? Um, uh, Buzz Cut Beckham. So, like, if, if, I said, well, if I said who encapsulates the footballer hair, you oh, go David Beckham. Nah, 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 nah. Who? Uh, who young Ronaldo. Ronaldo, yeah? come on, bro. Everyone would rock up the school with a like a short, a slit, two on the side, slick hair with gel. True. That That's was true. all because the of Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. Do you remember when you'd rock up? I don't know. Like you'd rock up to a football trial, and there'd always be a guy with mercurials, yeah. <laughs> with wrist tape, yeah, with the fucking shit version of the Ronaldo haircut with eyebrow slits, and he sucked. Socks above the knees. Socks above the knee, and he was sure shit. Shit winger. <laughs> shit winger. I shit love that. Winger. Now, Stav, there's a team that you could have played for based off your hair alone. In 1998, the Romanian national team, they yeah. all dyed their hair blonde. Hadji yeah. and all of them, yeah. Hadji and the boys. And that you, looks mad, actually. You actually totally, you fit Same right color. in. You fit right in. Um, there's that. obviously Pogba as well. He's had yeah. a variety of looks. The leopard one was What do hot. we think of, yeah, what do we think of his? A lot of mohawks, a yeah. lot of colour. It's hard to follow someone before. For me, when I think of haircuts, I think of Jibril Cisse. Yeah, For I mean, Jibril right Cisse is the king of the footballer haircuts. And and then I think Pogba was kind of trying to take How that another this level. He wrote Pogboom. There he yeah. is. What a fucking guy, bro. Gibriel Cesar. He's a DJ now as well. Yeah, yeah I remember you saying Love him. But Pogba, yeah, the Leopards. I think Pogba was hit and miss. Yeah. Whereas I don't think Cesar ever It was tough for missed. Pogba as well because he was in that Manchester United era yeah. where he got signed up for the world record fee. He had a lot of pressure on his shoulder. Yeah, people like Roy Wouldn't prefer, and perform, get mm. a blonde with, a, yeah, with pink hair and then just get slandered <laughs> for it. He was in a tough period like that. Yeah. I did find um, what I think is the ugliest hairstyle. Oh, wow. Diego Simeone's son, Giovanni. Oh, yeah. What's he done? He did this, guys. What is it? Bruh. Bro, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I mean, no. you tell me. 
You tell me. He, he lost he, his mate. That's FIFA. got to be a dare. Yeah. So for anyone that's not watching, he's got the old nun or grandfather look where he's got the hair around the side, but yeah. he's shaved the top. Yeah. But then he's left a ratty or something? It's like a tiny little ponytail out the back. A reverse that fade. Is, that, that's his reverse fade. <laughs> it's a, that reverse. Is a complete reverse fade. Yeah, because if you turn it upside down, it's almost normal. <laughs> <laughs> That is fucked. Oh, do you remember Palacio with the little rat tail? Yeah, the rat tail. Yeah, and there was a lot of well? lot of yeah, rat tails over the years. Yeah, ratties are kind of gone I now. The eh? best, actually, the best haircut those noodle hair Ronaldo. Noodle yeah. hair noodle Ronaldo, hair yes. Just embodiment of just peak Ronaldo, good looking lad. Yeah, yeah. Streaks through it. Yeah, Every girl had. Do you have a post of Ronaldo? Did I what? Sorry. Did you have a poster of Ronaldo? No, Why would you look at me like I asked you? <laughs> no, because I didn't know what you said after before Ronaldo. I feel like like so many girls I knew growing up had a poster of Ronaldo. Even girls that never watched football, they just had a. You poster know, I of had a friend. I had a friend who I don't think she'd ever watched a game of football in her in her life. But if you asked her who her biggest crush was, she yeah. would always tell you Cristiano Ronaldo. He was the man. She had like a shrine. Did, did did you did you ever have posters of footballers or not? Were you that it was poster of? No, or? but like my favorite. Like I loved wallpapers? Fernando what Torres. Wallpaper? Fernando Torres back in the day, yes. Yeah, okay. Wallpaper. Yes. Like a mm, I may have doubled computer in a wallpaper, wallpaper you know, the old Bebo profile picture. Something like I I do think at one point I had a Fernando Torres background on something. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. was he was great though, yeah. Espana. Yeah, um, we had the blonde hair as well. well f- yeah, well I always loved his look. Yeah. Very like he always stood out a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Jackie Grealish as well. Well, I do have mm. him too. We've got you've also got Foden, right? Who who's doubled in the in well. the look that you've gone for? You pull it off better than Foden, bro. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, Foden. Yeah. The tan, the tan. Look at the tan. Yeah, exactly. The tan does your wonders. Yeah, yeah. put a bit of. Foden was in Mykonos and I was in Mykonos. Did you see him? Uh, no, I didn't bump him too. No? No, no, like I said, only James Madison. Only James Madison. And why is James Madison performing so well this season? Because he partied with you. Spoke to him. That's I was like, the I was like, Matters. Play the Nick Stav role, just in behind the striker. Pick, <laughs> pick pockets here and there. You will cook. There's a reason why he's cooking this did, season. Did you mention Ange Postecoglou when you saw him? No, nah, because he, he didn't sign for Tottenham at that time. Oh, like that days, was up. Two days later, Fabrizio said he was going and then he got confirmed like, well, the then day Stav, after that. Maybe there's another connection maybe there as well. You. He, he met an so Aussie much. and goes, yeah. there's something about Australians. Yeah, something about Aussie geezers. Yeah. Nick Stav is the reason James Madison signed with Spurs. Yeah. And cooking. And he's and cooking. He's cooking. Wow. So do my fellow Arsenal fans. <laughs> yeah, no hamstring, but when he when he yeah. gets when unreal, he, when he is on the pitch, he's absolutely cooking. Yeah. Um, this is the last episode before Christmas. Yes. So I was going to ask you both of you, but I'll start with you, Stav. If you could write a little letter to Santa Claus, one thing you want for Christmas for Arsenal's starting eleven, who would it be? You can sign one player. You get him under your tree. You unwrap. Realistic. <sighs> Realistic player. For Arsenal this Christmas? Before tonight, I would have said like an Ivan Tony or like a. Oh, yeah. Oh. Something like, or like, I'd like say a backup Bappe. I'd love him, Bappe, but that's a little too far fetched. It's Santa. I, I Ivan Tony's not far fetched. Yeah, no, but I, I, Gabriel Jesus last night just like won me over again. <sighs> give, me a, give me a backup center back. Give me a okay. good backup center back around there in the world at the moment. You know, what's that guy's name at Everton? Patterson? Yeah. Is that... Is it Patterson? No, no. That's no. the fullback. What's the centre-back? Oh, Which one? I saw him. Young fella. Blonde hair. Oh, that's why you back. like him. Is oh, the Branthwaite. Branthwaite. A young one Branthwaite. next to Tarkovsky. Yes. Left footer as well. Okay. I'd want him because what I'm trying to say is, again, we lose a William Saliba. I want another centre-back to slip in there. I know we got Drew and Timber, but mm. still need to see more of him. He's coming back from injury, and I reckon he'll play full-back. But so you, the, you, you can have a Christmas shopping list, and you wouldn't change your starting eleven. He's literally said they're the best team in Europe. Do you know what? <laughs> <laughs> do 
I'm, you're, I'm so emotionally attached to these players. Yeah, like, yeah. like realistically, if I had to say an actual pl- like, I'd go a midfielder next to Declan Rice, yeah, okay. like a Douglas Luiz. If yes, I'm being, if I'm yeah, being yeah. like completely honest, uh. but like I still want the best for Kaya Verts. I still think Declan Rice can cover a lot of that midfield by himself. So if you have an attacking option there, that's fine with me. Okay. And then the centre backs, I still love Gabriel. And Saliba mm. is one of my favourites. I think Zinchenko is even criminally underrated and overhated. This Santa notes becoming a this, love yeah, letter. I know. To You're already an essay to it Santa. Is, it is. Just I love my two wingers you know? and then Gabriel Jesus wins my heart over. So okay, he's in love with us. <laughs> okay, you want to rob it? Douglas Luiz. <laughs> Douglas Luiz, there's my answer. There you go. Douglas Luiz. I'm going to be really simple and go back to the rumours at the start of the season. I would really want Bellingham to play for Liverpool. Yeah. And I would just, Santa, do it. Make it happen. Jude Bellingham. Yeah. Just if I was a Liverpool fan, you know I'd want? Declan Rice. <laughs> yeah, but why would I want to break your heart, Stav? You do need a six. Yeah. Why would I want to break Stav's heart? You haven't replaced Fabinho. And as good as you have been this season, mm. you could use like, a, I don't think it's Declan, but you could take Lobotka from Napoli. Was that, was that the Zumbo and Gisa guy? Of, uh, and Gisa's tops as well. Yeah. Lobotka, bro, the little midge next to him. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm um, the Slovenian guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry, Mad. sorry. Top player. Yeah. Like a huge fan of Lobotka. What are you laughing at? Little midge. He looks like a nugget when you watch yeah. him run, but he's, he's so cute, but he's so... so offside. He's like a nine-goal-on. Yeah. yeah, he's like that. Because like, I was obviously watching him live last week, and he's so small. that like How you, small are we talking? It's actually nuts when... Like, Fuck, he looks like 5'6". You okay, so he's like my I'm not even 5'6". Five, 5'6", five, 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 maybe 5'. Yeah, I don't know. Just so do I look like a nugget like, when I run? <laughs> I haven't seen you run, to be fair. <laughs> I'm sure you might. <laughs> I'm 5'4". I'm a nugget. Yeah. What were you going to say? Now, when you watch plays in real life, you kind of get a different affection to him. I remember when I was at the yeah. Arsenal Southampton game, Romeo Lavia. Yeah. He's not, I think he's injured at the moment at Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That game, he bossed Arsenal's midfield. Yeah, bossed it. Yeah. And then, so like, you fell in love. Not fell in love, but you like you realize that like that guy's actually you a top appreciate player. Players like, I, I don't want, I don't get yeah. up and watch Southampton at two AM. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? I'm not but gonna do that. Respect. Yeah, hundred percent. Respect. That was me. I mean, this guy is a fucking beast, but that was me with Andres Iniesta when I watch him live. Yeah, I would agree. With that. I remember when Eden Hazard came and played Sydney FC. Yeah, he, another player where you were just like, this guy just loves a football. Yeah, just yeah. loves a football. Yeah. You can really see a difference, can you? When they just like love being out on the pitch like that. Yeah, hundred percent. Who 100%. would you want for Chelsea? Where do you start? Fuck. How long is the list? Arsenal's starting 11. <laughs> How long is the list? Uh, if I could sign one player, I would sign a commanding centre-back with a lot of personality. Mm. Um, like like someone who come in and be what Tony Rudiger was. Mm. So you, want just, you don't want to get Silver's Rudiger too old. Hmm? You don't want to get Rudiger back? I could get Rudiger back. Araujo. No, no, no. He's got a grub in him. Nah, yeah, he's a grub. But that's not what I'm after. Oh, no, I got it. Bremer. Oh, fair. Oh, okay. Juventus centre back. Fair. Yeah, yeah. Bremer. If I could sign one player for Chelsea, it'd be he Bremer. before Juve. He was somewhere. Torino, there Torino, Torino, that was it. He's yeah. fucking top tier. Mm. He's a great centre back. Bully, can get tough, good on the ball, as well. stocky, can jump. Great. Mm. I'd put Bremer at Chelsea and Damn. that changes the whole team. It'd be what Virgil van Dijk was for Liverpool. Chelsea got a decent team, good players. They're missing a character mm. and centre back is always. A leader at the back. 100%. I reckon you guys need another striker as well. Nah, Broja, if his fit is good. Broja's good, yeah. Broja's, Broja's good, good. Broja's good. And Jackson's all right as well, but I'd start Broja. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And Sterling, it's okay. He just needs that player at the back. Yeah, I'm telling you. But anyway. Mm. Oh, Christmas time. Enjoy Christmas, guys. Yeah, I you. hope you do. You're not going to get that, but I hope you get some nice presents. <laughs> Thank you. I hope Santa spoils you all. And you. Thank you. Yeah. Santa does spoil Me and Santa go way back. Me Saint too. Saint Nick. I mean, Saint Nicholas, <laughs> huh? Yeah. Well is that your name day? 
Yeah, uh, no, nah, it's technically 6th of December, St. Nicholas, name day. But yeah. Anyway, that's yeah. odd. It would have made sense if it was twenty fifth. And New Year, any big party? New, New Year's parties or what? Oh yeah, got a New Year's party. Yeah? yeah, surely a couple of Sunday sessions yeah, over the holidays. Borach, yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what was the first time in the Premier League they're playing on Christmas Eve as well? Yes, yeah. um, Chelsea's playing. Chelsea, yeah. that's the game. Yeah, Jeez, they're not happy about that. The fans, Sucks. fair enough. Yeah, but that's well. Christmas Eve's Arsenal versus Liverpool for us. Christmas oh, Eve yeah. morning, top of the table clash next week. That'll be really top good. Of the Give me three points at Anfield. That's a top game. Merry Christmas. That is to you, yeah. if so, that happens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a nice draw would be great for the rest of the league. It'd be yeah. great to see a nice <laughs> draw and an Antipostokoglu win. Nonetheless, Born Offside will be back, guys. Merry Christmas to you all. Happy New Year. Keep the comments flying in on socials. Keep the follows. Flick us five-star if you're having a good time. We'll see you soon. Ciao, ciao. Bye, guys. Merry see Christmas. Bye. Bye-bye.